Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The City Life Podcast on Excess Manchester with Matt White and Simon Bins. Good afternoon. My name's Matt. This is Simon from City Life. I never really got the dog. I know, mate. You said. Mm. Stop going on about it. I just didn't. Uh, loads more great music on the way. Got some cardigans and some electronic coming up in just a moment. Uh, this is what we do every Saturday, though. We just get together and we have a bit of a chat. Yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah, talk about things that's going on in and around Manchester. Um, as always, tons to talk about this afternoon. Oh, loads. Do you want, do you want me to do a radio tease? Uh, yeah, tease me, tease me. You've taught me radio skills and this is one of them. So coming up, you're Shaka- pointing Shaka- at me. Shaka and Pliers are coming to town. I saw this from the 90s. Tease me, tease me. Name three of their songs. Right, okay. Exactly. Uh, no, I can't. Murder, oh. She Wrote. That's <laughs> not a real yes, song. Yes, it is. is it? Yeah. Okay. Murder, She Wrote. Uh, tease Me. Yeah. And they're only number one, which I can't remember. Yeah. But we'll find that out after the... They had three top the... ten hits. Mm-hmm. And it's Is 30 quid a ticket. Get out. That's a tenor a song that you know. Whew, someone's rinsing that in, aren't they? Well done, Shakademus and Pliers. Sorry, mate. Anyway, I stole your tease. He did a little bit, but what I was going to say was, coming up, we've got stuff to do with Morrissey, darts, <laughs> very small bees, and a very big apartment in the middle of Manchester. Do you know what, mate? That is one of the best lists. Morrissey, darts, small bees, and big apartments. Yeah, it's a good weekend, that, isn't it? Sexist Manchester. Have you got World Cup fever, mate? Oh, I'm full of it, mate. I'm, I've got a temperature. I'm shivering. I feel a bit sick. For this afternoon. That's the booze, mate. No, that's World Cup fever. I've got World Cup fever. A little bit. You're not a big football fan, are you? No, but I, I think I've explained this. I'm deliberately... Well, it started off as a pretense, pretending to like the World Cup so that my son would get into it because I don't want my son to not like football like me. Yeah. Uh, and it's working. But during this pretense, I've really fallen in love with the beautiful game. I did, during the penalty shootout uh, against Club the other night, I, I did, I don't know where it came from. When Jordan Pickford saved that penalty, like a little scream-based noise came out of my like head. A yelp. Yeah, a little bit. And it took me by surprise. It was very exciting. I mean, it was, what, 45 minutes or so to go until the big kick-off, yeah, as they I say? To stop pretending you know about football. But yeah, it's this afternoon, three o'clock kick-off. It's the big one. And Manchester, as a whole, has got World Cup fever. Loads of people turned out for the Columbia game, especially around Great Northern. Impossible's got a little screen out the back. There aren't that many big screens around town, though. Despite constant calls for the council or someone to do something, it's just not really happening. No, but you know what? There are, I've seen, big screens. There's one at Hatch on Oxford Road. Yeah. One at First Street. Yeah, but Big, just, massive screens showing the tennis. They just want to show the tennis. Yeah, I, I, show the football. Everyone wants you to show the football, show the football. Do you think it's because they think that all the football lot are going to go down and get levered and crushed? Yeah, maybe, but our tennis fans can get pretty tasty as well, can't they? Mate, I love a game of tennis. Through a glass of Pims. I will spit a strawberry at you, mate. <laughs> it's excess Manchester. Come on, can I say? I need to say, come on, England. Come on, Tim. It doesn't sound right when I say, come on, England. It sounds the wrongest thing ever. Come on, England. <laughs> 
Access Manchester. Gaz Coombs was in here the other week talking to Clint Boone. I saw I saw him on your Instagram posts. I got uh, I got a selfie, and before he'd even moved from the spots that he was stood when I took the photo, it was up online. Yeah, well, yeah, on your blog. It's not a blog. That was Supergrass. All right, Access Manchester. I'm Matt. That's Simon. Hi. Um, we're here to talk about stuff that goes on. In and around Manchester, stuff that's happening this weekend. I mean, there's the football. Oh, the football. But there's a big food and drink festival taking place. It is big. It's in Heaton Park, which is very, very big. Uh, it's called Manchester Eats. It's on today. I'm legging it off there in a bit. And it's also on tomorrow where you are there, I think. Yeah, I've got to do like a, a Q&A with the chef Matt Tebbit. I know, I'm aware of his work. Um, yeah, it's very good. So he does Saturday Kitchen. Mm. Used to be hosted by James Martin. He yeah. used to work for Marco, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he, he was did. on Marco's. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing Marco, uh, so to speak, on stage this afternoon, uh, a little half an hour interview, which I don't really know where it's going to go because Marco's one of those, isn't he, where he can be quite engaging and warm or he can probably be a bit of a difficult one. It depends. What I've noticed about Marco Pierre is it all depends on whether or not the person interviewing him is an idiot. Oh, well, we'll be all right, won't we? Mm, I'm thinking. <laughs> strap, I, strap in for a difficult half an hour. I think he's going to hate you, mate. I've, honestly, I re- yeah, I think he's going to just take an instant dislike to you. Well, it's, he won't be the first or the last, I wouldn't have thought. It's all about the first question, a good interview, isn't it? Because then you instantly position yourself as a bit of a moron or not. What's your first question? I really don't know. And in fact, they just sent me an email not long back to say, oh, what are you asking Marco? I don't really know how to tell them that. I don't really know. <laughs> so I have to make something up. Do you know what he loves talking about, genuinely? This is not gone. Stock cubes. Right. I know that's not true. It's true. <laughs> Stop trying to ruin my career. I'm not. You are a bit. Ask him about stock cubes. Oh, Gordon Ramsay. Don't ask him about Gordon Ramsay. Mm. Ask him about stock cubes. Okay. In what context? Hey, Marco, what's your favourite stock cubes y- yeah. that, that you're not paid to advertise? Ask him what his favourite stock cubes Why is your restaurant sold for keys so rubbish? Right, that's why you shouldn't be doing it and I should. Sexless Manchester. They, oh, this is a new song. I love this. This is the brand new one from the Coral. This is Eyes Like Pearls. Ask him about stock cubes. Seriously. No, he doesn't like them. Excess Manchester. People never believe the story, and I don't expect you to for one second, but I'm going to go with it anyway. I was at, I think it was V2000 or V2001. Mm. Travis were headlining the main stage on the Saturday or the Sunday night. It had been very, very sunny all day, beautifully sunny. Travis were on, they were singing their beautiful little songs, and then they came to do Why Does It Always Rain On Me, right? I swear to God, this is true. And he walked to the front of the stage, right to the, to the edge of the stage, and he just put his hand out, you know, to, to test to see if it was raining. Oh, yeah. It hadn't been raining all day, and it started to rain. And then he just sort of nodded, and then they played Why Does It Always well, Rain On Me? For a change, I do believe you, because actually I think Travis was so big at that time, they could probably conjure up the rain. He, he, mate, he made it... I saw Travis Healy, is that his name? Fran Healy. Thank you. Make it rain. Wow. I saw him once in the Albert Hall in London, not the Albert Hall. Why do you always have to try and upstage me? Why can't you just let me have a story? While we're talking about Travis, I'm going to tell you my little Travis thing, which impressed me, which it didn't rain because it was inside. It was in in the Apollo in London, where I lived there many years ago. And uh, at the very end of the set, he walked to the front of the stage. They turned off all the amps, all the mics, uh, everything. And he just sang, uh, I think, 21 on his own with an acoustic guitar and no mic. And it was phenomenal. (sighs) Beautiful. Nowhere near as good as my story, that pal. Didn't rain. Nowhere near as good. No. Excess Manchester. My name's Matt, and this story weaver. Well, is, my name's Simon Bins. It's Simon Bins. Um, we're going to talk about little bees. We are little bees, big bees. Cardboard box. Exactly. So soon-ish, uh, July the seventh. 
until July the 23rd. Manchester will be uh, blessed, I suppose, with uh, a new public art trail, which is all bees. Some big, some small. Uh, so if you look on the Manchester News site, you will find a story we did earlier this week uh, about some schools in the region who have decorated their own little bees, which are going to be part of this trail of, I think it's 131 bees all over the country. You'll find out more about that next week. They're all going over to do, the country? Uh, city. Right. Getting ahead of myself. Right. But you'll find more about this next week when they unveil the full map and where you can find them. And, you know, loads of people have done them. Liam signed on at Parklife. Yeah. Loads of kind of organisations and community groups and companies have kind of decorated their own bee. I think we've got one at the MN, so, yeah, it'd be good. We, we did this a couple of years ago with cows, didn't we? There was and the cows. Yeah, and some of the cows, that you can still see them. And there's a couple in Castlefield, if you look closely. Yeah, someone's got one. I'm sure I see one on, like... A balcony or something of a flat. Yeah, in Castlefield. Castlefield. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple. There's there's still a few, and also things that you need to look out for in town. Mm. Manchester International Festival. Yeah, the thing that happens every other summer in town somewhere there is still the sign for the first ever one directing you to where it is. Is there? Yeah. It's where? Never, I'm not telling you. Do you know where? I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where. I've seen a picture of it, and uh, there is one still. So, but, you know, we don't take signs down sometimes. So, there is still one. Hey, up. I know it's not a competition, but I've got a similar story about things you can see around Manchester. <sighs> Life's a competition with you, isn't it, Matthew? Little, um, the Mosaic Aliens. Yes, in the Northern Quarter. Get, but down on Oxford Road is one as well, near into your house. Near Lass- oh, near where yeah, yeah, yeah. used to live. Um, what's the story behind those little Mosaic Aliens? Uh, I don't know. I think they just appeared. It's a French street artist, I believe. And oh, Le Rat, not Le Rat. The Rat. I don't know. I know my French street artist, mate. No, you don't. I'm sure there's a fella called Le Rat. There could be. Should we have a look uh, on the internet? Yeah. Between... Hey, not long to the football now, mate. We're getting oh, close. My World Cup fever is uh, almost at breaking point. I'm fever pitch. Should have said fever point. Is that a word? Not a thing. Not even in tennis. Uh, Here's Excess Manchester. I'm Matt. This is Simon. Uh, Simon is from City Life. And every week from two on a Saturday, we just talk about things that's going on in Manchester. Uh, And in about a week and a half, one of the best nights of my life is going to happen. (laughs) It's going to be big, isn't it? I can see the excitement in your little face already. I can't wait, mate. Noel Gallagher coming to Manchester. The chief. In probably, I think, what will be, unless you're a competition winner or something, one yeah. of the most intimate gigs that you'll get to see him. Yeah, he's playing the Ritz. Which Fif- is... 1,500 people. Is that what it is, 1,500? 15, I mean, he's kind of spent the last few years on the world tour, so it's arenas and stadiums, so he, he doesn't do venues this small anymore, really. I am giddy as a goat. It's going to be exciting. I saw him in Italy a few years ago in a similar size venue, mm. uh, and it was great. Like, you can actually... You can actually see him rather than in an arena where it's like, who's that dot down there? Well, we both went to see him recently when he played at the MEM. We did. It was a good night, that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a very good night. We'd had one or two beers, didn't we, I think? <laughs> we had a couple. <laughs> um, and it was great, and he puts on a real show, and it's kind of taken on a life of his own now, a Noel Gallagher concert. Is. Yeah, and he's got a big, big sound as well, actually. I was, I was quite surprised how well his new album transfers live very different to oasis in terms of the sound it creates yeah. but really really good i really enjoyed it and i'm looking forward to seeing the scissor lady oh i can't wait to see her is it is a full it's the full band isn't it yeah full band. have you seen the scissors by the way they're not normal scissors double-sided no they're like triple just three yeah on each well it's not messing about i said this is what she does for a living so you know excess manchester uh i'm matt this is simon we to talk about stuff that goes on in manchester on a saturday afternoon i quite i enjoy this I do I, enjoy it. I enjoy it as well. It may look, if you look way. at me, well, I look bored. But inside, mate, I'm smiling. It lights you up inside, don't it? I can see. Um, darts. Let's talk darts, because coincidentally, oh, yeah. 
last night mm. I was out in town in a pub called The Vine with my two pals. I love that pub. Yeah, it's a great little pub. It's proper old school proper pub. pub yeah. um, and we had a game of darts. That's nice, mate. Uh, my highest score was 62. That's not bad. It's not. My highest ever dart score yeah. is a Shanghai. 20, double 20, treble 20. Nice. I mate, it's one of the proudest things I've ever done. Never done a one eighty. Nah, no. Done a one twenty. It's hard, though, isn't it? It's tricky. It's hard, especially without failing eyesight. So I was playing darts in a proper pub. What we're about to talk about is what you deemed moments ago hipster darts. Well, it's you know, it's just one of those, isn't it? Take a thing that already exists, wrap it up in hipster bubble wrap, and charge three times as much for it. So Simon's talking about something called Flight Club. Uh, Flight Club already exists in London. I've been. Of course it does. Um, and it's basically just... I don't know why you've got such a bee in your bonnet about it. It's basically just a pub with lots of nice dart boards. Darts for idiots. But really good electronic scoreboards and you can play oh, electronic so you don't have to do any counting. Boards. Yeah, but the, like you can choose different games to play and it says, now aim for a three. Ugh, do you have to pay a deposit for your darts? Uh, yeah, just shy of a thousand pounds. Sounds about right, doesn't um, it? But it's coming to Manchester. It's moving to the top of King Street. It we is. think. No, in the space where Burger and Lobster used to be. Yeah, and I think I don't see any problem with it at all. It's just a lovely little pub that's going to have lots of nice shiny darts. I think it will do well. But they've they what they call it is social darts, which to my mind is darts, <laughs> isn't it? All darts is not spelling your own. All darts is social darts. Well, I used to play social club darts. Well, as did I. I did my formative drinking and pub sports in the Working Men's Club of the North East of England. And it would be a shame if this place came along, which charges 15 quid for two people to have a game of darts, by the way, uh, and kind of took away from the likes of the Vine, who have dart boards and beer. I th- Listen, I just think... The more dartboards, the merrier. Hey, if it gets young people into darts, <laughs> then, then then that's a good thing. Have we got an opening date for this yet or anything? Nah. Soon, though, I think they're starting to... They followed me on Twitter and they followed you, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. So that means they're coming. It's like you can feel the wave, can't you, when, when people start following you on Twitter. It's like, right, they're, they're, they're near. They're coming. Yeah, it's going to happen soon. So we'll have... On top of the axe throwing, there's an axe throwing bar in the Great Northern. Uh, what else can you do? You can do go-karting. There's loads of bars in the way you can do stuff. Golf. There's a golf one around the corner. Junkyard. Yep. Uh, so it's this new breed of bars in the way. You have to have a thing. You've got to do a thing. So, yeah, darts is next. Repackaged darts for the millennials. Excess Manchester. So I'm Matt White. This is Simon Binns. Hello. Simon's from City Life. Every Saturday from two, we get together and just have a chat about things that are going on in Manchester. Or, Simon, mm. things that aren't going mm. on anymore Yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this weekend there were supposed to be two big gigs, uh, and now there aren't. So, yeah. So, first of all, let me just... Because I've had a gig cancelled... In fact, with you, me and you were meant to go and see Vic and Bob. Oh, yeah, I remember and that. And they cancelled because Bob had got Ill. a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that was very sad. So anyone that's meant to be going to see Morrissey tonight or tomorrow, genuinely, man, I'm sorry. It's horrible. There are still a lot of, of, of genuine Morrissey fans, I think. But he cancelled the gigs, well, postponed the gigs. But, you know, my money says that they're probably not going to get rearranged. Mm. Um, 75 quid a ticket. I'm led to believe they hadn't really sold that many tickets on Sunday. I'm also kind of led to believe that actually because of his recent political views, there was a feeling and possibly a worry that other groups affiliated to those views might turn up and see it almost as a rally, which nobody wants in the middle of Manchester on a Saturday night. 
No, 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 no. no. Uh, Manchester DJ Dave Haslam organised the kind of the anti-gig. Hope Not Hate. Hope Not Hate, yeah, beautiful title. Um, And he's been getting an incredible amount of grief online from militant Morrissey fans. Yeah, which kind of gives you an idea of uh, of potentially what could have come to the city. So Dave's event's still on on Sunday on Dean's Get Locked, which would be a good one, I think, yeah. But Morrissey's not, you know, the, the more you ignore me, the closer I get. Or not, if you're Morrissey. So that's a lovely line. Did you use that in the MEN, mate? Was that no? I just thought of it now. No, you didn't. I you did. You come prepped with that line. Listen, genius lives in my head all the time. Um, mate, mm. can I ask you a serious question? <laughs> yeah, you can. How does my hair look today? <sighs> I listen. I've seen it in a better state. It's warm outside, don't it? So it does get a bit frizzy. I've got frizzy hair. I do yeah, have frizzy hair. Yeah. You look I've... like you've got two beards, one up top, one down below. All right, mate. <laughs> what do you mean by that? You know I um. I like to get my haircut about once a month. Same, every payday. But if I miss a haircut, and I've missed a haircut... You can tell. It really affects me. It affects your mood. Like, really affects my mood. Like, does, same, same with the part, I get my haircut every payday, and if I don't manage to do that, I get really annoyed. I, was, I played a charity game at Man City recently, which was a brilliant day, after Etihad, scored a goal. All I could think was, <laughs> oh, I wish I had my haircut. Did, is that right? Because I'd gone five weeks instead of four, and it was getting a bit long, and it's been, and you think, oh, I look a bit like an idiot. The power of a nice haircut is phenomenal. Yeah, it affects everything. Like my Mrs. Rachel said, if I've not had my monthly haircut, it just affects the entire weekend. She hates it. The reason why my hair is is so long at the moment, I don't know. I was interested in why my hair is so long, but sorry, no, tell the story. Everyone's watching the footy. Yeah, I went to get my haircut the other day, and I went to a different place. This must have been like six, seven weeks ago. It's a risk, isn't it? And as and it was a a lady, Mm. and I know this makes me just terrible and weak and Mm. a typical man, but she was a very attractive cool lady who I thought this this woman's cool and attractive did it make you nervous or excited uh, both. I don't know about, there was not excitement that's not the word I'd use but as we sat there and I was going yeah so just short around the sides just up at the front brush forward a bit at the back she went you know what you should do oh. like eye contact in the mirror you know what you should do no don't like change you should grow it and I went no 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 and then she used these words she pulled my hair back and she went you would look gorgeous if you grew your hair. <laughs> and within a millisecond, I went, yep, you're right. Do you know why she did that? Let's grow it. Because then she needs you to come back and see her at least four or five times to grow it out. <gasps> Was I tricked? She's done you there. Was I tricked? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. No Classic way. hairdresser's trick. Come on, Matthew. Excess Manchester, I've been tricked. You've been done by a hairdresser. Excess Manchester. It's nearly time for us to go and try and catch the second half. Yeah, it is. Come on, England. You're already 5-0 up, so that's fine. Um, what, and your prediction's that it's 3-0? So they... I've got World Cup fever. You do genuinely think it's going to be... Uh... I think we'll batter them 3-0. I think we're going to win 2-1. Okay. Um, but never mind that. We've got more important things to talk about. The dream is real. What's the dream? Well, in my halcyon kind of view of utopian society, when I go... Good sentence. Thank you. When I go to McDonald's, mm. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah. which I do yeah. often... Well, I do, yeah. I walk through the door... It's already ready. They greet me at my table. I sit down. They bring it. I eat it. It's beautiful. That dream is now a reality. Mm. It's exciting, isn't it? McDonald's table service. And click and collect. So this week, yeah. they launched in two stores in Manchester, Ardwick, and soon to come at Harper Hay, click and collect. You download the app. Right. You pre-order your Big Mac and your chicken nuggets and your McFlurry and all that. Other fast food is available. Uh, and you go, and it's there. It's ready for you. You scan your code, and they go, ah, Simon, we've been expecting you. Here is your tray of delightful food. You need never talk to five-star Bill again. Don't have to interact with anyone. It's my, it's my idea of heaven. 
we took the boys, we've created this horrible thing where because we don't really let them go to McDonald's much, mm. they see it as a massive treat. It's a treat. It should be a treat. But yeah, anyway. So we went the other day uh, and we used table service for the first time ever. <laughs> like a proper restaurant. I loved it. Do they come do they come and take your order? No, you still have to go. Do the big the big screen. Yeah, we used the I big like screen. That, I, like that, I, like I like the big screen. Extra cheese, extra cheese. Yeah. Uh, and then they brought it over and we were sat there absolutely buzzing, <laughs> thinking this is great, we saved our legs. But then the burgers were cold, so I had to walk back downstairs. <laughs> anyway. oh, so annoying, but listen, nice try McDonald's. Right, that's it, Simon. Thank you very much for coming in and talking. Oh, thanks. All your lovely words. What lovely words you have. Some good ones there, I thought. You used some great words this afternoon, mate. Um, We're going to go and watch the football. Good luck, England. Come on, England. Uh, See ya. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.